You are listening to the Feedback Podcast with my homie Back. All right, welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. My name is Back. This is episode 264. Yes, I got it. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Really appreciate it. A uh, couple announcements, as always. Uh, we're on YouTube, so go to YouTube, check out the archives. You can put some uh, faces to the names and of the people who've been on the show. Recently had Ozzy Moon, uh, Cheatham was here again as we do our monthly check-in thing. Uh, Angelo Vecchio, Casey Rocket, uh, the show I did with uh, Anya Cologne. If you want to like squish gears a little bit, listen to some. Uh, we talk about dating a lot because that's what she likes to talk about. But it was very entertaining. So go back and check that out. Uh, Katie Felt, I mean, the, the list goes on and on. So Tim Warner, uh, Amy Shanker, Jeez. just go check it out. Uh, very funny people. Go see some live comedy as well. Uh, second thing, follow Hip Hop Bingo. Like I said, we're still in the, in the middle of rebranding it. Uh, it's going to be dope. Uh, we might be changing venues too, but I'll be making announcements probably throughout the month of August so I can bring it back uh, for September, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Uh, but follow Hip Hop Bingo for all the news and updates. And yeah, I think that's it. So without further ado, I got my guest, the the most magnificent mullet after Dean Stanfield. <laughs> Dean Stanfield, Dean got got it. You can't, sorry, I mean, he's a born and bred Texan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm faking it a little bit. Yeah. So Connor yeah. Hall is in the building. <laughs> How you doing, man? You. I'm doing great. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Long overdue. Yeah. Long I mean, overdue. I mean, like, uh, yeah. I, I think so. I mean, we we we've doing... talked. We've you know. You know, hung yeah. out and everything, and I'm like, yeah, it's about yeah. time. To- I met you on like my second night of comedy. In Are you Austin. serious? Yeah, yeah. That second was your second night. night? It, was at, it was at Creek in the Cave. The second night of like of of comedy in Austin. Oh, I was about to say. Yeah, been- yeah. But like, I hadn't been doing it for much before that. Where were you before? Chicago. Oh, but I wasn't really doing comedy much. Well, I did it. I did it real hard for like two months before I moved out here. Uh-huh. But before that, I was like, I moved to Chicago for like the restaurant scene and like the service, food and beverages. Uh, bartend, okay. front of house, manage, like what I just, just what I, it's just the right city to be in if Chicago. you want to work. In, yeah. in, in the restaurant? In the restaurant industry. Yeah. Did everybody dip dish pizza? Is oh my God. No. All right. Well, first off. <laughs> Did I offend you? First off, deep dip <laughs> oh, pizza shit. is uh, not, like, it's not the same as like a slice of New York style pizza. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. incredible. Yes. You know, slice of New York style pizza at three in the morning. Nothing better than that. Yes, I'll give you that. The thing with deep dish is like it's an event. Like you've got to wait 45 minutes for it to cook. So it's like you go out with pizza. It's, like, it's just a whole different it's a whole different thing. It's not comparable. Apples to oranges. Do you know how to make it? No. No. But that, there is a Chicago style cooking. Yeah. Like yeah. What, besides deep dish. Deep what dish. I mean like – well, I mean like the thing about Chicago is it's like on both extremes uh, where you have like that. You have like they're known for their hot dogs. And they load a bunch of crap on it. Like they put like lettuce or not, they put like uh, tomatoes, pickle, um, this like really green relish on it. Everything but ketchup. Oh, is that an offense? Yeah, that it's offensive? an offensive thing. In, oh, fuck you. Which is wild oh. because I'm originally from Pennsylvania. So I have like, and I like Pittsburgh. So I have very strong ties to like Heinz ketchup too. I have ketchup with everything. Yeah. Except rice. Like you don't put it on hot dogs in chicago that's like what about mayo on on fries is that a uh, well that's like that a, a french, that's a french thing oh uh, yeah i know that's a french be, thing no no, that, no, no that's fine that's fine crazy. there especially if you do like a like like a, what, what do they call them now aiolis oh no, no. aioli with no no, fr- no, no, no. But i'm talking like real like dude i'll dip hellman's with a little bit of uh with a little bit of uh ketchup you ever been to a steakhouse and then you order you ask for ketchup no, 
man, I'm not ordering ketchup with I've done are that. You, are you that Yo, kind of person? They, look. That's okay. I, the, as long no, as you, it's not, apparently. It's, it's <laughs> like, it's like, listen, it's not, but like, it's not the greatest look. Who's eating? <laughs> I'm but the one the eating. Like I, like, I don't get offended by things like Yo, that. And so, most chefs don't either. I'm eating still. They really don't. I'll like finish most people, my ribeye. Like as long as, yeah, as you're going to eat it. You're going to buy the ribeye. Oh, my gosh. You're going to buy the ribeye, which is like one of the most expensive steaks. I don't care what you do with it. You're upping my check average. That's what's important to me. Well, okay. Let me tell you what. <laughs> so on, on my birthday last year, I went to Fogo de Chao. Oh, yeah, yeah, So yeah. the Brazilian steakhouse, they yeah. come in and cut the meat until you put the thing on the red. And I asked for ketchup. And the waitress gave me this look. Oh man! Like Fogo how Ch- dare like, come you? On. How dare you? Fogo de Chao is awesome. Uh huh. It's great, but like it's not a Michelin starred restaurant. You know what I mean? It's li- I mean it's, it's a fifty dollar uh, meal, dude. Yeah, absolutely. But also, all you can eat. That's the whole point. Yeah, right. Right. Like, you take two shits. Yeah, yeah. During, like, you, you, during you, stay, you stay for three yeah, hours. Yeah. What I'm saying is, it's not like it's not it's not the kind of place either where like the the chef there like put his heart and soul. Into those dishes. Oh, it's like a if you mean you by what that. I'm saying, yeah, it's like sure. it's like what okay. the like what is anyone that yeah like she's gonna look at you like all funny and stuff like that like, like nobody there is. Oh, she judged me hard, man. Yeah, yeah. She even said she said, "Are you sure you work at shop?" I said, "Yeah, bitch. That's what I. Asked. That's what I. Yeah." And right? she brought it. See, it's one thing if they said, "Oh, I'm sorry, sir. We don't actually give ketchup. We don't have ketchup because we not having that." It, yeah. Blah blah blah. I'd rather hear that. Right. Then you have it, and you give me an attitude. That happens a lot at the restaurant I work at. It's a Mediterranean place, and it's very like, it's very much like Mediterranean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing Mediterranean about ketchup, so we don't have it. Good. <laughs> and like, but like, people get like real a sort of way about it. Oh, not often, but it's still like, it's like if you, like I don't know, I don't know, like if you can't do it sometimes. Like okay, you, you don't like the tzatziki sauce. Yeah. Okay, that I can do. Or yeah. uh, what's the other one? Uh, we got the sauce called Zug. It's like a green, like chimichurri sauce. It goes okay. real good with like the salmon and the chicken. What about uh, not Dijon, the the creamy one? Tzatziki. No, no, no. There's another one. Oh, um, like tahini. No. Got a lot of that too. It's it's not Mediterranean per se. Is it that white sauce? That's like a garlic white sauce. Yes. So we don't have that, and people get mad that we don't have that either. I don't even know what it is because I don't know much about Mediterranean. It's French. Except- I, super, I, I should know this. <laughs> I the word is not coming out of my face right now. It's annoying. It's not tartare. It's ah, béarnaise. Oh yeah. Okay, so yeah. béarnaise, béarnaise sauce. I don't that's know. A how very, that's it. a very like that's a one of the um like. I think five sauces, a Bernays sauce is like the, the if you go into like French cuisine and yeah, like their yeah, like yeah. style of cooking, like the five like I can't remember what they call it, not like the Trinity because it's five, but it's like the five <laughs> like mother sauces or something like that. It's like the base sauces, yeah. That every sauce is like it's either a Bernays or it's like a red sauce or like you know they all come from. So do you have that at that restaurant? No, 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 no. That's that's like French, like very. That's like very like high. It's mayo. It's basically yeah. Mayo it's delicious based. though. Oh fuck yeah! Like very uh, on like a steak. Yeah. Put some well, that's the thing. I asked for I asked for ketchup, and for ketchup and bayonnaise. They had both, so I took both, dude. And any day, man. Do you, you, you have lamb? You you a lamb fan? Yeah, I like lamb. Lamb yeah. or beef? No. 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 Like if I had to like pick one, yeah, and I could never have the other, I'm gonna stick with beef. 
but I like, you know, I like, you know, variety. So I do like lamb, but like if I like just straight up one-on-one, you would take lamb for the rest of your life. Yes. I would. Okay. In a hard over burgers, over steaks, over. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You you have had a spice lamb sausage. We, yeah, yeah. Kefta. No, no. Okay. Um, no, I don't think they have that here. Okay. It's a, um, it's kind of like Kefta a little bit. Um, but it like in France, they make it. They give you a baguette. Okay, right, and it's like it's about this. It's about this and you size. get like two of them in there. Yes, you've had it. I I have had it. Where it's um uh in it, Chicago. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. But like it's uh it, it's like like they have a lot of it in like uh Spain too, right? A lot of um, style of sausage. Uh, maybe. I think so. Maybe because it's 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 more. Merguez is uh it, it's known around the Mediterranean area. So you go to Morocco, Algeria. Yeah. That's where you can have that. So yeah. I would assume maybe Spain because it's okay. right there too. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, I love that stuff. Merguez. Yeah. But I, oh I'm, yeah, so Chicago, it's like they have like hot dogs that like it's like I'm going back in a week and I'm so excited to go to this place called Portillo's, which is basically just like a hot dog burger joint. Uh-huh. But like, and then it also has this thing called Italian beefs, which are just like, you know, this beef soaked in jus, and then you put it on a baguette, and it's mm-hmm. delicious. You put hot pepper relish on top. It's like these just like basic, like, you know, blue collar, you know, stuff you eat before you go to a Cubs game. Food. Yeah. So, th- okay. So, but then they also have like the best restaurants in the world in Chicago. In Chicago. 100%. This area called the West Loop uh-huh. has just like, it's just like the place for culinary. Obviously, New York City, New Orleans, uh, San Francisco, all of them are incredible. And Chicago's in that mix. Hmm. Um, what's the, oh my gosh, how am I blanking? It was the number one restaurant in the United States for several years. And I think it was like third in the world at one point. Uh, not a Vec. Oh my gosh, I can't think of it. Uh, Grant Achatz is the chef of it. Alinea. Oh, Alinea is one of the best restaurants of all time ever. And it's this chef who actually at one point got tongue cancer and can't taste anymore. Or like the Beethoven. of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and he got it like he was already a very accomplished chef when that happened. But he got really into like using like the science of food and using like dry ice to cook. And like also like the beauty and the art of food. Like every every course is like an art show, like a presentation, like they might like crack something and like, it looks beautiful and it tastes beautiful. And it's like $700, but yeah, but it's worth it, you know, but that's why Chicago has such a, like a vast, like wide variety of different types of restaurants. And but see, I, I, when you just, when you mentioned a hot dog, cause I'm thinking like, you know, the hot dog Frank that, yeah, you would eat at a baseball game yeah. cause it's known for that. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that it's – I can't picture it being fancy. You know what I mean? It's, and it's Yeah, it's Cause, not. Because, like, when you buy – as you go to H-E-B and you buy your regular hot dog Franks, they're, like, very pinkish. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And God knows what's in there. But that is the typical yeah. – this is the hot dog. But if you were to make it fancy – is it then you make it fancy well, with garnish, but it's just a shitty ass hot and dog. Okay, all right, but like also uh, there was this place in Chicago called Hot Dugs, and it was this classically trained Doug. Sh- Doug, like his name's Doug. 
Oh, okay. so hot dogs. Okay, instead of dogs. Classically trained chef. Uh huh. Um, you know, I think he might have won Michelin stars or like stuff like that. Or he's, he's been doing the thing. And for a long time, he opened up a hot dog joint in Chicago where he made all the hot dogs that were made out of like lamb or alligator or you know alligator hot dog yeah all different types all different types but then he also like he had one that was topped with um like foie gras on it it was dude it was and this little like sea salt it had a couple other things on it too some like maybe like gorgonzola cheese and it was once again it's like you're paying like 15 bucks for one but it's like worth it but are you full after it uh yeah you could you could do one you'd be i mean like i'm probably getting two and with a side Oh, they had like just like French fries and like tater tots. Oh, okay. I so, think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But like the hot dogs were incredibly like you can tell like you can tell the difference between that and a ballpark Frank. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that, that's what I mean because yeah. I'm I'm so used to like you see the hot dogs they, they eat at the fourth of July thing yeah. with what, yeah. what's the dude's name again? Joey Chestnut. Yeah, Joey Takeiro Chestnut. Kobayashi. Uh I used to go <laughs> I used I went to the Coney Island hot dog eating contest like four years in a row. Why? I was there the because it was when like Joey Chestnut was like coming up, and I was like eighteen or nineteen, and I wanted to be a competitive eater. And I'm sure we'll talk about this a little later. I'm uh, I'm actually in a couple of weeks in a hot dog eating contest, the uh, Austin hot dog eating contest. We have that here. We have a it, make it barbecue. It's, <laughs> listen, it's like all right. So my friend, I was out with my friend the other night, and he's like, "Do you want to be our fourth? We need a fourth person." I'm like. Absolutely. He's like, this is going to be awesome. You're going to be great for it. Uh-huh. But basically last year, just one of his friends wanted to see how many hot dogs he could eat in like the amount of time. And so they like were like, they were messing around, but they, you know, like they got people to like come out for it and they actually got like more people than they thought mm-hmm. they would. So they're doing it again. Okay. But this time he wants other people in it. So how does it work as a team? But not as a team. We're all going to be competing because last, the first year he just did it himself to see how many hot dogs he could eat. And like, say, you know, and like he's like, so now he's the Austin champ because there oh. isn't one and no one else has ever done it. So everybody's competing. It's not a team then. Yeah, right. So okay, now we're competing gotcha. like Joey Chestnut. Um, in a couple of weeks, we're still like looking for like a venue, but it's like happening. Like I said, my friend's in charge of it. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And my friend Travis, and he's like, wants me to like cut like promo for it and stuff like that. It's going to be a. Yo, a couple. You should come. A couple gotta, Saturdays from this, now. This is as an African, I'm offended that you guys do this. I know. No, no, no it's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. you know what? I, I, I was, I was at a bar one day. I think it was SpongeBob Social, and they had the TVs and stuff. And there was a documentary about Joey Chestnut. I, I'm in it for just like, just like I'm in the, like when they do the like a crowd, they do like a crowd shot of one yeah. of the seasons uh-huh. or like one of the yeah one of the contests. Yeah. And it was like the one I was at. So it's like you can't really, but I'm like that's me. That's my Holy friend. shit. So they I show, used to like they follow sh- competitive eating. The, wow, man. Like they showed the training behind it and what he does. Like yeah. he has – he puts weight on his jaw mm-hmm. to like practice his chewing. Yep. And then he does this thing where he dunks the the, the, in the, the, wa- yeah, that's, the bun yeah. in the water yep. so he doesn't really have to chew. It goes down easily. Mm-hmm. And so – they were talking about we had the the rivalry between him and Kobayashi Kobayashi right yeah yeah and the it was funny because the year that Kobayashi lost to Joey Chestnut because Kobayashi was the champ for a minute yeah and then they were saying that the year that he died another died that he won 
Kobayashi's mother or father had died. His last year that he won. Yes. Yeah. And then, he, he, and it was was like they, they interviewed his coach or whatever, and like, yeah, he was not in the right place, and that's he blame his loss because mm-hmm. mentally he wasn't there. Yeah, and, uh, and he Joe couldn't chew. Oh, he couldn't chew either. He had a he had a disease like where it was like affecting his ability to like he got like an injury from it. Wow. And like they don't really talk about that because he didn't want it to be like an excuse, so he doesn't talk about that. A lot, but it, it was so fascinating. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm always interested in like, like subculture type shit. Like, yeah, same. And so I was looking up, um, like his record because he just did another record recently. Yeah. Um, was it no? It wasn't barbecue. It was, was it uh, the Crystal? Crystal Burgers. Yeah, I think it was Burgers. That's like the second biggest contest. Uh, he aims for. The, hold on. Major League Eater Joey Chestnut ends for the world record Saturday at the Minnesota Rib Festival. Oh, Rib Fest. Okay. That's a big one. According to bio, he ate 13.76 pounds of rib meat in 12 minutes. Yeah. Yes, 55 world records. Mm-hmm. He's the best, undisputed. 141 hard-boiled eggs oh. in eight minutes. Oh. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I mean, I can't, he's like, got to have a worm. There's got to be something wrong with like, it. It's it's wild. Um, and it's so funny because, like, you know, you, historically speaking, or, like, if you just, like, what you would think without knowing anything, is that, like, oh, a big fat guy would be really good. Yeah, it's always fat dudes that think they can do it. They can't because the fat on their stomach presses it in. So they can't expand it as much as, like, Joey or Takiro, uh-huh. who, like, you know, you don't want to be fat because then it's like pressing in and it's going to make it want to come back up. Oh. So being fat is actually a disadvantage. Now, there's other, like some people are just bigger people have bigger stomachs sure. and things like that. But like when you really start like getting into like the, the athletics of it, I guess you could say, uh-huh. where people are like athletics. drinking so much water that they stretch their stomach out. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're do they are doing things with their life outside of just like, oh, I'm hungry and I can eat a lot. It's like that being fat actually becomes But there's got to be something wrong health-wise with him. There's got to be. Yeah. Like it, it's not it, – I mean it's not a – It's not like just a mind over matter. Thing. Yeah. It's yeah. Not, it's not also from yeah. from just pure training. Right. Because, yeah, you can train right. your body to some extent. Right. But your stomach is still your stomach. I, I could never eat 76 hot dogs in 10 Yeah. Minutes. You can't do reps you know, on your no stomach. No matter what we do, we couldn't. Yeah. Exactly. So, it's not like David Blaine yeah. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know where the food goes. Yeah. And or what? Because it's not like I can say, "Oh, your stomach is different from my stomach." It's all we'll have the same stomach. Mm-hmm. Some some people, uh, some people do this thing where they put balloons in their stomach to lose weight. That's the thing. Oh, to like so. Oh. So they fall quicker. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if you're trying to lose weight, they put this balloon. That's not the dumbest dumb idea I've ever heard. But it works, right? Like you, you because no, so when you get your staple, your stomach stapled, like those surgeries back in the day. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of like, like you're that. Just doing that, it's yeah. kind of like that because you know it takes like a minute or something for this for it to register from yeah. your stomach to your brain that you're full. Mm-hmm. So it happens earlier because and you don't, and then you just can't eat anymore, right? Pretty much. So, but this dude, I mean, there's got to be somebody got to study that. Like, what is yeah. it physically about this guy who can eat? I mean, look, 12 pounds of asparagus. Oh, God. Imagine his piss after that. I how do bad that's I do. I love asparagus. Don't you're pissed to smell. I'm just, no, no, that, that, like, that part's gross, but I'm just saying, like, hard-boiled eggs, I don't think I could do. But 
Seven pounds, 182 chicken wings in 30 minutes. Uh, 13 pounds of pork rib meat in 12 minutes. Uh, five, six pounds of funnel cake. Yeah, he has a worm. Yeah, there's an alien there's living inside of him. There's something incredible about so, his body. And you want to do that? <laughs> Listen, I think it's going to be fun. Uh, like the guy that did it last year ate 16 hot dogs. So this year he's going for 17. I don't think I'm going to in 10 minutes. Like, I think that, like, I think I'm going to like get to like 12 and be like, you know what? Like, I'm going to, like, I feel gross. You have a, but like, I'm going to try. Do you have a training regimen you're following I'm now? Gonna, uh, so when I get back from Chicago, I'm going to start. Like, what, what's going to be your thing? You're not the you weight under your chin? Like, what? Uh, chew, chew gum. Chew gum a lot. That works. I mean, like, you know that'll yeah. help. That'll help your muscles there. Uh, I'm going to be drinking tons of water to try and stretch my stomach out a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to do like the basic stuff that like you know you can just. Are you going to do the water thing with? The I'm going to dunk. I'm going to dunk. Oh, that sounds so gross. Yeah, you know what? It helps. But I'm going to use blue Powerade. Ooh, because like listen, a hot dog bun. It's just a hot dog in a bun. So you take the hot dog off. It's a bun. Here's how I'm like rationalizing by myself. Okay. Once you dunk it in that <laughs> blue this. stuff. Once you dunk it in like the blue Powerade. Uh-huh. It's not a bun anymore. It's just a shitty cake. I just want the flavor, but well, and like and like it's sweet. It's like okay, so I'm eating something sweet now, which is like eating a piece of cake. You know, when I like throw something about it as a bun. Uh huh. And yeah, you dip them in it. You eat the two hot dogs, and then the two buns, and then two more hot dogs, and you put the other two buns to soak. Ooh. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it my all. I'm an underdog. You know, you know what? I'm an underdog back. I'm gonna I, give look, it my all. Well, all I want to see. <laughs> Since you do video and stuff, I want to see a trending montage, 80s style yeah. of you, yeah. like, doing, like, working out your yeah. jaw, you know, chewing, like, six, like, a whole pack of gum at one, just, I'm just arg, 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 yeah, arg. I'm going to do, I'm going to do some of that like stuff. Like, doing cardio down South Congress, <laughs> yeah. just working out, like, what are yeah. you doing? I'm training to eat these hot dogs. I'm Yo, like, I do yoga a lot, and so I'll do oh. yoga to, like, do, like, stretches. Cause like you'll like cause I know that comes across as a surprise to a lot of people, you know. Like uh-huh. I have, like I wear like my like the sunglasses and I have kind of the mullet and stuff like that. But it's like I love yoga. I'm You're, not very flexible, but I, I like I just like it centers me. It's like what brings me peace. Uh, you sound like every yogi out there. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like I don't talk about it normally. Thank you. Outside. No, no, but I, look, I, I try. I'm gonna be like smoking a cigarette doing yoga. Yeah, right. like, that's my vibe. Which one you do? Which yoga? The Bikram. Which one? Oh, I usually like, to do like, like, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what that, I, I like to do like the slower. I think that's the yin. I'm sorry to everyone that I'm friends with that has ever instructed me if I got that wrong. Um, but like, that's more like the slow flow and like the deep stretch uh-huh. as opposed to like the, um, like hot yoga and like the stuff where you like really push yourself to the next level, which I think that's like Bikram where you're yeah, like doing like these like crazy. And it's 110 degrees yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I like to do, especially working in restaurants, it's like, you know, you, you're on your feet all the time. It's good to get those like stretching sessions. And oh. It just makes me feel good. The, 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 does it uh, calm you down? Yeah. So that like if a customer acts up a little bit because they, they didn't get their catch up, you can be <laughs> no, like. I'm pretty good. I've been in the industry so long. Where <sighs> so it's glad like, I'm, I did yoga this morning because I would have. Yeah, I would have beat. I would have beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's saying, the only man. reason I have to do it. <laughs> but, but everybody who does yoga. This seems so like calm and relaxed all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you need some stress. I trust me. <laughs> yeah, like, working, <laughs> working in restaurants and me just being me, like, I, like it calms. Me, it makes me like feel like less like like imposter syndrome and also like 
you know, like, it's like, oh man, like, I feel like everyone's talking about me. Well, what, when you take the class, I, I took a uh, Bikram once. It was the only time I, I did yoga. It was uh, Labor, on Labor Day. It's free all over town. Yeah, Austin, yeah. They have tons right? of, yeah. Yeah. Was, you know, bad girlfriend idea. It's like, yeah, let's go do some yoga. And I'm like, why? <laughs> this is free. I'm like, all right, fuck. Because she, <laughs> she did it. Like, yeah, she's yeah. good at it. If there's such thing. And I'm in there. And I'm like, yeah, it's just, it's hot. It's a, it's a sauna. You get to do some poses. And everybody told, everybody told me like, hey, the hardest thing is you're not going to get the poses. Right. You're never going to get the yeah. poses. Like they told me straight up, like, mm -hmm. it's not going to happen for you. So don't think you can hold. The, the, if, if you get the breathing down, which also takes time to get to, but mm -hmm. at least you're like, because I'm trying to, I tend to like to, I'm a very tense kind of person. Like Same. I, I, carry, I like massages. Yeah. I, I carry my, my stress on my neck and shoulders to where I have to remind myself sometimes to lift my shoulders down. Yeah. There's a lot of times I'm like this, like shoulders up because I'm thinking or I'm focusing on the computer or I'm thinking hard or just my wrist. You ever do that? Yeah. You ever get like, you're mm -hmm. like, why am I clenching my face I rub my no hands reason? together all the time. My siblings have made fun of me for it. Oh, really? Was, yeah. Like to I, what? As a, like you're Just out? like a nervous thing. Also, I like, like they get hot. I feel like too after that and I wave at them. <laughs> My, my that, siblings have always—I know—and it's I like, I, like my siblings have like tortured me about it. You go like this, you just fan them up, just like, just like, yeah, I'll just be like, like, like we'll be sitting around, like I'm like telling stories, and just like, like you're turning invisible even, pages, like, yeah, right. Doing? I don't even know. Well, it, like it, it cools them off a little bit. It's just the air, <laughs> man. <laughs> I know. I never heard of that. I know. I, never, I, I heard of this, I got, like rubbing your hands yeah, together, yeah, and then they get hot. So. <laughs> What are you doing? I'm, I'm turning pages on my yeah, right. invisible book that's on my it. left hand. Don't worry about it. That would be less embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it, it it was... I walked out of there drenched, of course. Yeah. But I was like... I didn't have to like, oh, I need, I need to come come back next week. Yeah. Because kind of I, I, I think that everybody needs that one thing that kind of calms them down. Mm -hmm. You know, for some people, it's yoga. For some people, they, they go for a walk. You know, some people read. Some people, you know, jerk off. Whatever it makes, <laughs> right, whatever, whatever works the, for you. Whatever, yeah, right. Whatever just, your, like, just, habits are. To get the evil out of you. That's yeah, you yeah get your do. day started, you exactly. know? Exactly. Like, yeah, a good jerk off before going to work so you don't kill your own manager. I think it's a great idea. Right. <laughs> it's a great idea, especially if you work in a restaurant. Man, yeah. I can't believe. Yeah. All right, I'm about to, <laughs> yeah, I'm about to deal with these fucking the customers. Release the pressure. <laughs> yes. Get the evil out. Um, but yeah, like I, I don't I don't like the preachy stuff. Yeah, same. That's what's annoying. So people yeah. who do yoga and people who do CrossFit. There's an overlap. Oh, really? I feel like, I feel like there's people that oh, do man. both. Ugh. And they're the kind of people that are like the people that you don't like in yoga. Shit, <laughs> I'm so anti -cross CrossFit. Is like, I it's dude. A, it, I mean, it works. I, one of my one of my best sure. friends I grew up with in France. He was fat when we were kids. Yeah, he was a big teddy bear, you know. Yeah, and then I I didn't see him. He moved to to Canada after I moved here. And he was fat then, and then he started. He discovered CrossFit. Yeah, and he competes every morning. I like the games. Yeah, and and he's shredded now. And he would send me his uh, like I'd be like, "Hey man, I'm trying to get rid of this dad bod I got. So what do you have for me? Because I don't want to go to the gym. Right, I hate going to the gym. I bought all this fucking equipment during the lockdown. So you can just, I yeah, right. use you it. So I can do it at home. Right. right. 
and it goes send me all these like and I like the format of it. Like it's like uh you do uh like ten push ups, five sit ups, uh and then some burpees, burpee or whatever, whatever, right? And then you do that for like ten minutes and by the time you're done you're like, Holy shit, I just did fifty push ups without knowing that I just did that. Yeah. Because it was spaced out and mm-hmm. but at, it makes sense. I just can't stand it when they're like it, it feels like a cult. When yeah, you talk to them. It has like very culty vibes. Uh, the one thing I will say about CrossFit that I think is kind of good is it just proves that, like, because it is kind of culty, it's like, you know, your mind is one of the most important things. Mm-hmm. Like, you probably could have gotten fit doing something that didn't suck. Like, play basketball outside. Right, yeah, or do something. But, like, you, you know, it's like you needed that, like, intensity and, like, that camaraderie. I don't need camaraderie when I work out. You know Shit, what I mean? Like some people, like, it's like a that. Ba- yeah, like right? Like, horse theories like that. Because yep. this show, everybody's yeah, like heart rate yeah, on, the, right, on, the, right. on the board. Uh, P45, that's the other one that people have been into. You ever Is heard it? of that one? No, I haven't heard it's of like that It's like a 45-minute workout. Okay. But again, it's a class. Yeah. So you're around other people. And you're trying to – you're competing. And I like with classes them. a little bit. But like I don't like the – I don't know, the camaraderie. I don't know. It's, I mean, they, they sound weird. If I could do a class by myself, I would. I'd be more like excited that, if no that, one showed up. That's called personal training. Yeah, I know. I don't have you money to pay for that. <laughs> you have to pay for personal yeah, right? trainers. Yeah. No, but when it's when it's too like, you know, the I remember I used to go to Cam Gladiator. Uh, actually, I worked there. I was teaching uh, like a hip hop cardio class. Nice, right? Which is fun because I was like, look, I just teach y'all how to dance, and we happen like, to sweat. Is it like hip hop Zumba? No, oh, fuck that shit. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. So. Here's what it was. Uh, <laughs> they had actually my little brother was did it for a while. He was teaching it, and it's like it's easy dance moves, yeah. right? That are very like hippity hoppity. Like mm-hmm. they just hop a lot, and it's it's almost like you're doing jumping jacks, but you put some punches yeah. instead okay. of clapping your hands. Yeah, you know so what like I mean? Tybo. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like kind of though. Like yeah, I but dude, I, mean, I love Tybo. No, I used no, to do. My sister's a lot older than me, and so like when Tybo came out, I remember when Tybo came out. She like she did, and like she was in shape. She was like, but she's always done like kind of those. My sister kind of falls into like the cult mentality. Yeah, she did Body for Life, you know, like all all of those like books and like Tybo. But yeah, you know, Billy 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 Banks, Banks, like dude, he like they they were hard. That's back when I was like playing sports. I used to do them. (laughs) Yeah, I did them a time or two. I I haven't not done them. I I mean. I also did Richard Simmons' uh, Sweat into the Oldies. Oh, fuck. Remember those? That sounds familiar, but just Richard Simmons alone. Yeah, well, like he, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he got famous for, like, being one of the first people that's like, it's okay to work out and be gross. Work out, you fat fuck. Yeah, like, it's okay. Like, remember Eddie Murphy? I'm a pony. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my grandma always had the uh, Sweat into the Oldies tape so i'm like real young at this point so like we put them in they get to hear songs they like and i'm like you know a little kid dancing to it so man i remember no that's not what i did (laughs) okay all right and then i I taught at um at a gym on off the 360 so west lake area and it's all like west lake housewives oh nice and so i'm yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's not what you think kind (laughs) of Because it's not not what I think, but I'm sure there's actually a lot more no, like, no, real what, world practicality. What was interesting is that I picked up. So there was a there was a girl who taught that who taught there for years that, that same class, and I came in and I took her class, 
and I have a uh, background in dancing, um, and uh, kind of like, not like Max Isaacson. Okay, <laughs> no, right, right. Not, not that kind of dancing. Yeah, yeah. Like actual hip hop choreography. B boy. Uh, no, no, no. Okay. Just, just choreography, hip hop. Okay. Types like you saw seeing videos. Yeah, yeah. So I did that for seven years. Cool. And so, um, I took her class, and I'm like, yeah, it's a lot of the same shit. Like it's it's uh it's workout moves on beat. You know what I mean? And I was like, okay, so you're gonna hop to the left, you're gonna hop to the right, and I'm like, this is boring to me. Yeah. It's boring as fuck. So I'm like, okay, I'm taking over this class. And all the ladies, I mean, I'm talking about like 30, 30 women, like forty plus. Right? <laughs> and then they're all like, Well, you know, she used to do it like this and then they are like I'm like, look, um, I'm gonna teach y'all an actual routine. Right. That's high intensity, and you're gonna sweat. And we're not listening to Beyonce. We're listening to the Trap Called Quest. No, no, no. we're doing like I, I, <laughs> I'm doing some. Up. I'm doing some dancehall. I'm doing <laughs> some like Janet Jackson. Yeah, I'm doing some She's like so Dua Lipa. Good, Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson. I feel like doesn't get the respect she deserves Man. out of all the Jack. You know, dude, she she can sing pretty good. Yeah, but she is a she can dance. You ever seen her live? No, is it incredible? Yo. She just had a baby. She was 50. She had had a baby. It went on tour right after that. And she was at the Erwin Center. And I went to see her. And I was like, this bitch just had a baby. She's, yeah. she's jamming over there. Yeah. Doing, she's doing all the dances. Like, if I was your girl, all the things I do to you. Yeah, like she's. All of that. And I'm like, wow. What did you do today? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah I could never do any of that. And she just had a kid. I, I'm, I'm impressed with anybody who can dance and sing at the same time. Yeah. Without missing, like you never hear the, uh, 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 right. in the background. Like you see, you see Chris Brown, I mean, Michael, yeah. uh, uh, not Neo. Neo doesn't really dance much. Uh, who is the other guy who danced? Uh, fuck. I mean, uh, Usher. Yeah, Usher. Beyonce. Yeah, right. Beyonce, full on routine. And, yeah. and you never hear her like out of breath. And no. I think I'm like, you're dancing at the same time, but this is like a, Lip sync because I'm confused right now. There's there's no way I don't hear a, <laughs> at all in the entire song. It's when, crazy. When Garth Brooks came back from his like time away, yeah. like his like return tour, uh-huh. he was definitely breathing hard. But he he goes so hard, so hard, and he's just a fat old man now. He was climbing up. They had like this like cage over the uh, drum set, uh-huh. and like during I think it was like Chattahoochee, one of his like you know most like high beat songs he's climbing up on top of it and you can hear him just like is he singing? gasping for breath but he's still like going hard wait like, is it during the break like no somebody no else no, no, no like, like, like the, they're doing like uh they're doing like a like someone doing a guitar solo and he's like you know doing like the rap sing part and like climbing up the thing and you hear <laughs> over the solo <laughs> you're a big country guy yeah yeah like, i like all i like I don't. Uh, I like old music. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, don't give no, me no. I hate people give me that. I love country, um, like pop punk is a big one for me What's too. Pop punk, like like Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, and like from like, punk, pop punk. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. I, uh, well, okay. I'll call it maybe pop rock. Is it's, that punk? I mean, if yeah, yeah. I mean, like, there's there's a lot more to punk. Than just like you know, like the the Ramones, yeah, and sure, stuff okay, like I'll, that. I'll that. And like they got they got kind of poppy. I mean, what in I, like the seventies and eighties? 
Ooh. and it's just like, like punk. Oh, punk! Like, and it yeah, goes yeah, in all different directions. Like yeah, I mean, like yeah. like Offspring's punk, but that's like that California kind of like surfer Offspring. boy. I love Offspring. I saw them live recently, and they were really yeah they're with a three eleven. Wow. Yeah, I remember my. Uh, I love the Smash album. That's what, the one with a uh, come out and play. Oh, and yeah. And self-esteem. Yeah. Like, I know all the words. Right. I, I play, uh, uh, actually, I mean, all the songs on it. Uh, gen- I saw the video to, to uh, is it Genocide? Uh, shit. I'm trying to remember. That's. I'd never seen any Offspring video ever. Oh, this is like the first one? Yeah, I mean, besides self-esteem was the big one. Yeah. Um, sorry, I remember the name of the the it's the uh, no, gotta get away. Oh, gotta get away. Yeah, that was one of the first. Yeah, yeah, that one. Genocide. Dude, Not genocide. Hey. Gotta get away. Gotta get away. Yes. Uh, Nitro on the album. Yeah, but uh, what in the world happened to you? My my son loves this song. Yeah, really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. He, That's incredible. He loves that track. They're one of the smartest bands, not like musically speaking, but mm-hmm. they met getting their like, their, I want to say their doctorates in like molecular biology. You got to like, break that down for me. Three of them. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I mean, like, I'm like, I, I'm sure I'm like, like messing the story up a little bit, but like, there's like the one guy in the band who's just like a musician. Then the other three. We're like at at like you uh at USC too, like not some like just like podunk little college, like mm-hmm. University of Southern California. They're like molecular biology or like I don't know something very scientific. You mean that's their degree, or are you talking about yeah. their approach to music? No, that's their that's literally their degrees. Oh, okay. So like, they're not like necessarily musically like I was talking about like like when it comes to like actual intelligence, they might be one of the smartest bands. Like collective, collectively, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 it was so funny. It's like they're this, like they're this, like California punk band, and it's like, but they're like, you know, these huge nerds. But how did? I mean, I didn't never. I think got one back. of them went back and actually finished his like dissertation oh, and like got his doctorate. Like the other two didn't because like, I mean, they all spring right. But like the one was like, no, no, like I, I, I was in it for the love. But what, what's the recent? Because I didn't. I never got past the Smash album. Is, oh, my that, God. Like, came out, Pretty Fly for a White Guy? And this is 1994. Yeah, yeah. And I was 12 years old. And, like, when that came out, that was a lot more, like, like punk. Okay. I feel like. And then they got even a little more into pop. But, like, it's still that kind of, like, California. But what's another, like, music. pop record that they like made there, after? Uh, I mean, like, the um the one that had Pretty Fly for a White Guy. That's uh, them? Yeah. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. Um, get a Job. Uh-uh. Nana, why don't you get a job? That one. Uh-uh. All right, they had those two. Uh, they had um, uh, "Want You Bad," which was like a song that was big in like those like the American Pie era movies. You know, Let's they see. have a lot of hits. I can... Bitch, he tells me every day. Do you not remember this? He's still young there. Yeah. This is like classic, like, 99 MTV. All right. Yeah. I won't play too much because no, it yeah. goes on YouTube. Yo, get pulled. My brother, who's uh, he's 10 years older than me, um, he went to the uh, Woodstock 
Woodstock 99? Yeah. That shit show? My brother was at Woodstock 99. Oh, fuck. And that he said, was a shit show. He said that, like, MTV and, like, all the news outlets, like, really played it off that it was, like, um, Limp Biscuit that really got the crowd starting to get, like, rowdy, and then they started singing Break and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, uh-uh. That, that wasn't the case? But, like, it did, like, that definitely did happen. I mean, happen. he talked. I mean, uh, right. And he face? did sing that song, and they did Light Things on Fire, and it was a huge shit show. I remember... But my brother was saying that, like, they, when Offspring was going up, uh-huh. they put up, um, like, like, like blow-up dolls with all of the Backstreet Boys faces on them. Oh, shit. And they started playing Backstreet Boys uh, song. <laughs> and then they just came out with baseball bats and started beating the shit out of them. And he said, like, that was, like, the moment where it, like, started. And people started kind of Yo, did you, docu- did you see the documentary on it? I didn't. Oh, it's very well done. Yeah. Because it, it describes – so for those who don't know, it Woodstock was in uh, 69, mm-hmm. right? And uh, they wanted to do like a commemoration, like a like honor to it. There was another one in between that yeah. didn't quite work, I think. Uh, Viacom wanted to make a lot of money. Yes, pretty based much. Based off of nostalgia. Pretty That's- much. <laughs> but the, the thing is, the thing that they didn't yes. take in, into consideration when they, when they produced the 99 one is that in the 69, there was – there was a context to it, right? There was the there was the the counterculture. Mm-hmm. You know, people were also the type of music they were booking. I mean, you know, from Joe Cocker to Jimi yeah. Hendrix. Yeah, you know, uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you, this is this was another level. But on top of that, there, there was historically there were things going on. This is late sixties, right? Mm-hmm. So it's hippies, it's uh, Vietnam War, it's all that stuff, and then. <laughs> You go to 99, and There's you're like, nothing. nothing. Everything's good. No, no. Yeah. The, what they got to bitch Nobody about. Nobody has any problems exactly. in life. And then you're, and you're booking Limp Bizkit. You're booking corn. Yes. You know? And, and they, they, they talk Britney about- they talk, they talk about- Well, they only had- Each day, they only had one female artist. They had Alanis Morissette and Jewel, I think. So if you look at the lineup- it was mostly rock bands. Yeah. I think GMX performed. That yeah. Was, GMX performed. Yeah. But it was mostly rock and then one girl. So it was already geared towards this is a like a white dude right. thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Plus, fucking Fred Durst goes on stage and says, hey, you ever had a bad day and you want to say fuck it? And then everybody goes, yo! Right. And then the day three is when this started, like, smashing things, lighting shit on fire. Yeah. But it, it talked a lot about the the context of the time where it's, like, turn of the century, uh, reality TV is just starting, mm-hmm. right? Uh, MTV is really pushing that uh, that narrative, you know, the spring break, crazy fried yeah. dudes. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, um, I went to Cancun that year for spring break. 1999 and i didn't i mean i saw it on tv and i was like i don't want to see what that's like and it is it's like that, like that? yeah but it, it the thing about mtv is that they they stage a lot of it right right and which i didn't know yeah. so the way the way it worked is that tipping is free to attend but it's like nine in the morning so you partied all night long and then you go up wherever they were shooting the thing. Yeah. And then you stand in line. And I shit you not, there's a lady that goes to the crowd and goes, you got big tits. You go on stage. I like your necklace. You go on stage. Uh, No, pass. Let me see your friend. 
I like the haircut. You go on stage. And they picked me. Hell yeah. Because I had cool necklaces. And needed a black guy to be on stage right, next right, to right. Snoop. I'm and like, you look good. Yo, I was passing out. I was falling asleep. You're so tired. And they, they were doing takes. They were doing like multiple takes. So yeah. Carmen, Carmen Electra was hosting and she couldn't read cue cards. So she, she had to. She fucked up. Yeah. So she, we had to do Hell like yeah. eight, 10 takes. And the thing is, there's, there's the one of the producers was like, all right, we're going to do this. And I want everybody to make some noise because the camera is going to like go over the crowd and everybody's crazy. Yeah, yeah those shots. Yeah, yeah those yeah, shots. Yeah. yeah. So infamous. Eight times of and you just parted your you parted your ass uh, off the night before. Like, yeah, exactly. You're getting everybody out of was pissed off. Yeah, people were pissed <laughs> off. But like, oh, this is MTV, blah blah blah. Right. It, and the the worst thing they did is that the so they don't shoot uh, in. Uh, and put it, uh, they shoot like the ending of their uh, spring break series early, right? In the week. Right. And then, it, and when they air it, it's at the end, right? Yeah. So the, that same lady was going to the crowd, and she was like, "Hey, we're doing an after party at this hotel. Uh, be at meet us at this club." She was literally cherry picking people in the crowd. She was just walking to the bar. And say, hey, you want to come to this MTV after party? Of course you want to go. Yeah, right. right? You're like 19, 18. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. I want to go. So they go, okay, meet us at this club. So we go back to the hotel, change. We come to the club. There's about maybe 15 of us. We're just standing there. And some dude walks out of the club and says, uh, you guys here for the, you're here for the MTV party? Oh, it's not happening here. It's happening at, a, at this hotel. That's miles down the road. And we're like, okay, how do we get there? We're going to put you on the bus. Cool. Okay. So they put us on the bus, and we're driving down under the main streets of Cancun. And in Cancun, when you take the bus, there's no bus stop, really, at least at the time. You have to say, tell the, bu- the driver, like, like auto, stop. And then that's when you get, you get off. And some dumbass thought he knew where it was going and said, stop too early. So we got off the bus, but we were not there yet. And like, so we walked another twenty minutes. We get to the hotel, and I kid you not, we go walk up to the hotel. There's a pool. They have the camera set up, the lights, and everything. And they, and that lady was there. Okay, you sit over here. You sit over there. You sit over there. Yeah, they were shooting the last segment of their spring break special. No drinks, nothing to drink, nothing to eat. Just but your background, pretty you're, much. You're a free background. I said, Fuck you. I went to the club. I didn't even stay. Like, I, I don't need this. Like, I, I don't need this. Yeah, that was the right move. At the t- like maybe not at the time. Yeah, but like it was the right move. But I mean that whole culture at the time. What, what year were you born? Eighty-seven. Okay, so you might remember some yeah. of that. I have, that like I said, like my sister's eight years older than me, then brother ten, yeah. like even older. Oh, so, so, so it's they, like I was like always into that stuff, even if I wasn't at an appropriate age. So did I? Did did your brother get in get in trouble? Did he do any of the crazy shit? No, no, no. I mean, he was just there. I mean, the story in that documentary, they show a dude who went with his friend, and his friend, like, died there. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, because people were climbing shit, you know, and then uh, girls were getting, like, raped. And, oh, jeez. And when you think about the original Woodstock, think about the how big that was at the time and how many people showed up. Because the first couple of days, like, you had to get tickets, and they, were, they didn't cost much. Mm-hmm. And then people forced the barricade. Yeah. And they let everybody in. Yeah. And think about all the drugs that were going on at the time. There was only three deaths 
Wow. During the first Woodstock three and two were accidental. One was OG. I think two were accidental. And one of them, one of the, uh, the accidental one, the guy got ran over by a tractor. Or oh, something geez. Like that. Yeah. yeah. But that was it. How yeah, many, yeah, that how was many it. 99? Uh, I mean, that's, I don't know. Stock 99. Let's see. I feel like we don't like, I don't think we realize like, it's like a little more obvious now with the internet and stuff like that. But I don't think when we were like watching Spring Break, the MTV Spring Break, we realized how just like how produced it was. Yeah. To like every every little detail. So let's see, uh, three deaths, so comparable. Uh, Twelve hundred admission to on-site medical facilities, forty-four arrests, and numerous sexual assault. Yeah. Just did, I mean, don't have a number on that. There's no way. But at, I mean, they interviewed some girls who were there, and you're like, "Yeah, I got you know groped and all of that stuff." It's like white rage at its best. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, like you're, you're preaching to the choir, buddy. Like, yeah, I got, like, I got, like, I went to high school. Like, I know all these people. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you compare that to like today's festival, like an ACL or Lollapalooza that's going on right now. Yeah, in Chicago or Rolling Loud. Like, do you see what happened at Rolling Loud? I saw someone that I follow on like the Instagram. Kid Cudi got that shit thrown at no, him. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, so the Kanye was the headliner, and he said no, so he declined to show up. He ended up showing up for Little Dirk's set. Okay, and they replaced Kanye with Kid Cudi. They have beef, apparently. Right. And Kid Cudi went on stage, and people were throwing bottles at him. Ooh, yeah, and he said, "Anybody throws another bottle, I'm leaving." And some dumbass threw a bottle and he left. And he took off. He Good left. for him. Yeah. Good for him. I love Kid Cudi. Why is it? Ah, oh, man. It's always one person to fuck, right, that has to fuck everything up. Right. Why are you throwing bottles at another human? Don't do that. Look, man. It's crowd mentality. Yeah. Like, it takes, like that's it. it. Takes that, one that's douchebag. Right. Yeah, right. One douchebag and everybody. Who would follows. never do it if he was on stage, you know, like looking him dead in the eye. But of course not. You're in a crowd. But he's a big fan. <laughs> it's like a heckler. It's like, yeah, I'm a huge fan, but I'll talk shit in the middle of your right? set. I had I had this uh I do this bit about uh the, the Chris, like there's Mexican Chris, white Chris, Asian Chris, uh black Chris, but there's no <laughs> Native American Chris because they look Columbus. And then I I was doing that joke and this girl walks up and goes, I know a Native American Chris. I'm like, fuck. Just ruined my joke. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> right? Pretty much. Keep it to yourself. Yeah, and then she goes, I know one. He works for, like, uh, he's a, like, uh, astrophysicist or some, like, crazy. Stop talking. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I, I know. No, no. I know. He does this stuff. He's, uh, he's, uh, you're, like, just trying to just stop talking. No, no, it's seriously. Like, and then does, it gets it gets worse or better. After my set, I go and talk to her. This was, this was at Buzz Mill. Uh, after my set, I go talk to her, and she goes, yeah, I told you I know Native American, Chris. I'm like, yeah, but I was in the middle of, the, of a joke, and you just walked up, and, and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, like, I heard that, and people then I, I just. People just don't. They're or, not in it. They're it, not in it, so they just don't get it. It gets worse. She's like, he's right there. Like, he's, she called him. Oh, jeez. She called him, and and I said, why do you want to 
that's great that you know Native American Chris. Like I'm not shitting on that, and the fact that he works some some fucking crazy nonsense right, shit. Good, great. And she goes, no, come on here. She calls him up, gives me the phone, and I talk to Native American Chris. Hey, Native American Chris. <laughs> that's what I said. I said, so hey, Native American Chris. I'm a comedian. I did a joke about. There's no such thing as Native American Chris, but I'm glad you do exist. I, I think that's awesome. Congratulations! And Great. She, and first, she was like, "What the fuck is this?" Doing my joke. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, "So who called me?" I said, "You don't know this girl." <laughs> he goes, "Oh yeah, that one. All right, yeah, cool." All like right. he didn't really remember her. No. <laughs> they had like a class once, like freshman year. No, but she made it seem like she was her best boy. friends. Her boy. Yeah, pretty much. My boy Chris. Yes, the native Chris. We call him Chris, the Native American. Like that's, that's what we call him. Apache Chris. That's what yeah. Apache Chris is what we call him. I mean, I, and, and I was like, I, I had to explain it to him. But yeah, I was doing a joke, and then she oh. chimed in, and I thought. She thought that we should meet. I feel like comedians, I don't have any like stories quite like that, but I feel like so many comedians have just these like super uncomfortable stories with other people like bringing them in. It's like, oh, like talk to this person because of this. You're like, okay. And you do. And then that person's like, why are you talking to me? What? What's going on? And then also, why is this person talking to me? And you're like, <laughs> I'm not responsible. But, like, I feel like I get caught in situations where I'm like, oh, I don't know this person either. Like, I'm not part of them. Don't don't you dare lump me uh, in with them. The 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 worst is when you uh uh they're on a date and then one of them just usually the white girl just acts up and the dude's like, Fuck, why did I I thought that we could go to a show, I could see what kind of humor she's into, so yeah. I don't have to talk, so the comedian does all the fucking right. work. Yeah. Right. So she laughs at a rape joke, okay, you're cool. But if you get offended by a nigga joke Or she just starts talking. Yes. And I'm like, it's it's a good gauge of like whether or not it's a good test. Yeah, I think. But, I think it's a late. I think it's a later. You bring think a so? gr- bring a girl to a comedy show. Yeah, I think that's like not like not late in the game, but I think like I think in like the first couple months, like you need to be like interacting. Sure, I think it's a good like like it's like going to the movies. It's like oh like, like like I can I can talk to people. Right. It's like I need to showcase that, and like we're getting to know each other. It's like all right, now that we've gotten past that point because if i can't even get to that point you, i already know you're done <laughs> this is like second tier okay i guess stuff. Like, i'm gonna take you to a comedy show that i'm not doing right i'm not taking you to my comedy show no. like not for no like ever I'm, really I'm if, I, if i could like, yeah right rather you not but it's like i'll take you to one like if i know some people on it like see how you interact yeah but i don't even know even at that point <laughs> i think it's it's um yeah, it can it can totally ruin it. Yeah, it can totally ruin it. If she's that one that just can't stop talking or get in a fight, right? Or start wilding out, and or you like got, just and like now, now you got to and now you got to go to because you're with this bitch, right? Right. Ugh. Like, shut the fuck up! I'm like, yeah, right. I'm not with you. We're not dating. Yeah, you can't. You know, my bring, boyfriend. You yet. can't bring. <laughs> you can't bring someone around for a long time after that. Even like a friend. If you did that, it's like no. all right. I'm ride solo for a little bit, get my thoughts together, like figure my life out. <laughs> well, or, or or you take her to like uh, to see a comedian who's you, not like really you're pushing right. it. You got to take her to like Cap City, yeah, I'll, and work like, your way down. You don't start at Creek in the Cave. No, no, you don't do that. You don't start with a filthy show with Adam <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> you don't want to do that. You do not want to do that. You say, okay, how about we go see? He I don't was know, making fun of Jews. Like, He's Jewish. <laughs> 
Like Ron Funches is in town. Yeah, we go, we'll see, go Ron. see Ron. Go see Ron. You're gonna go, love it. Go see Craig Robinson with the piano and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. More, that's you know that guy from the office. Yes, exactly. Right, like, that's yeah. what she knows him as. Exactly. Oh my god, the guy from the office. And then you take her to go see. You take her to kill Tony. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. What was right. I thinking? Bad idea. Very bad idea. This bitch is <laughs> see Jason boring Reese. as fuck. <laughs> Ugh, I can't. Yeah. I can't stand that. I can't. Stand Jared that. Nathan. Oh. He's been on the podcast. Jerry's dude, he's funny. awesome, dude. I love him. He's funny. Him. And, and, and I like that he, when he sings, he doesn't stutter. But I'm, when he talks, he has. Oh. When he yeah. sings, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. But he's really, really good dude. I was impressed. Yeah. He's really good dude. You got, oh, I, I think I listened to that one. You guys talked about the uh, the food scene down here in Austin. We were talking yeah, about Chicago. And about how Rouse, it's just, yeah. yeah, it's just so like. Listen, I, I, I'm going to come out on record. Like I do think Austin has a really unique and fun kind of restaurant and food scene, but it's it's not it's not exquisite. It's not, it's not diverse. No, it's not world renowned. No, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's all right. I I just don't. I think there's too many people moving to Austin that like came from somewhere where they sucked. Like they already sucked. I'm like, well, I'm going to move to Austin and be cool. So then they start blogging about the food scene and like how this is the best <laughs> food scene in the country. Actually, food trucks are like better than like real restaurants. Yeah. And I know what I'm talking about because I started a blog. You know, it's like I feel like there's a lot of that in Austin with like stuff like the food scene, stuff like upright paddle boarding. That's so dumb. Stop making that cool. <laughs> Look, uh, Austin is this. Uh, I've only been here for a year too, so like I gotta. Yeah, you, you I gotta, come, gotta come here and talk shit about I my city. My role I've been bit. here twenty four years. How dare I you? No, no, but it's like you know, it's like all the new people. Myself Sorry, you don't, you don't get to bitch after a year. I know, I know. Give, give it, give it another <laughs> nine, and then we can I'm talk. Work, I'm working hard. I'm working hard. Yeah, I'm well, to... shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> give that to yourself because you get punched in the face. No, nah, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But it, it, it's. The thing about Austin is that, first of all, it's a very outdoor city. Like, when it rains outside, people don't know what to do with themselves. Mm, yeah. They really don't. Because yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, paddleboarding. Or we're going to go to Zilker. We're going to, you know, play volleyball. Or we're going to go to the park. <laughs> we want to hit a trail. You know, we want to go to patio. And, and people forget that there's a restaurant. You can go inside. <laughs> right. And eat. Yeah. But, no, if, if it's a rainy day, you're fucked. Right. But at the – Do they have a patio? Don't get me wrong. I always look for a patio. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Love a patio. Just gotta have a patio. Because, I mean, it's like... I mean, it makes sense. It's sunny. It's, all, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I love it. I love it. But it, food-wise, it, yeah, we're, we're I think we're cocky for no reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we do have, you know, staples, you know, like barbecue shit, like Terry Black's, of course. Yeah. We get it. Some of the best in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No questions. I, I wouldn't make that statement. But up there... I'm, say, I'm saying Austin has some of the best, not necessarily that it was. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, one yeah. of the best. Yeah. If, you, if you want to make a maybe top fifty, Austin is around like top ten, maybe yeah. top fifteen. I would say maybe top twenty because I don't know what else is out there, right? And I don't want to be like, oh yeah, we're the best. Yeah, we're and I haven't had shit. I only had the barbecue here. Like, we're the best. I'm like, right? Yeah, English is so hard. I only speak one language. It's the same thing. Like, you only know one. <laughs> You're the best dad. Yeah, you have one dad. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> so, uh, it. it it it, it kind of there's so much rotation and so many restaurants that open and close mm-hmm. or restaurants were in other cities they're like oh we're gonna move open one in Austin yeah. because it's eclectic you know it's it's fancy but what I 
what I appreciate is there's this move towards more like European style cooking. Uh, so it's not like your Cheesecake Factory encyclopedia of a menu. Right. But it's like, hey, it actually kind of like your the, the chef you're talking about. Like it actually looks good. Yes. Right. I went to this restaurant on the east side last weekend. And I ordered is like a ravioli with lamb. I'm like, lamb, done. Ravioli, done. Okay, yeah. Right? They bring the thing. There's five raviolis on the plate. Five. Yeah. That's, five. that's I mean, there's there's a place. I need, I need five plates of I these. I know. There's a place. There's a time and a place for all different. No, but I mean, come on. You're not. I get what you're saying. Like, I'm still trying to eat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or have like. Why is it so expensive? It was $25. Yeah. No, $22 mm-hmm. for five raviolis. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm in France again. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I, I get it. I'm not going to I'm not gonna sit here and, like, defend it, but, like, I'm also not going to, you know, like, like I, well, I like you go that to? sort of What's stuff. What's your go-to cuisine? German. Really? Yeah. Like sauerkraut shit? Yeah. That's all I know about German. Yeah. Or uh, sausage. Uh, sausage, schnitzel, uh, sour braten, um goulash where'd you uh, find that here oh it's not here oh <laughs> sorry oh it's not really? here i thought yeah. we, i thought we were diverse yeah chicago and pennsylvania potato pancakes man uh ham hocks like oh man dude be glad I you're going back going. Good because going. that sounds yeah. dope i mean That's i can't good. say that i know german food well my family owns a german restaurant back in pennsylvania okay my uh my uncle uh, does cousin, but like I have like a big family where it's like we're all cousins and stuff like that. Yeah, it's yeah. like basically my godfather. <laughs> so you do cook? Uh, I can cook. I can cook, and I have cooked in restaurants too. All right, I know, I know what I'm doing. Uh, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, but- I'm really good at reading recipes, which I know like sounds like, but like it's like it's a lot more complicated. I remember when I was a line cook, a um, one of my chefs like came up to me. He's like, "Hey, you're really good at following the recipe," and I thought he was like making fun of me. Yeah, that sounds like I just it. started. Like it's, I feel like this, you you get this with comics sometimes too. It's like there's a lot of like creatives in cooking, uh-huh. and they can be flaky. Or it's like, well, like I think it'll taste better if I like do it this way, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, no, we want things to taste the same every time. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah, it's a standard. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like it's actually not, you know, I, I can follow a recipe. <laughs> and what's up with the drinking stuff you do online? Oh what's yeah, well, that? I was a bartender for a long time in Chicago. Now I'm serving because I'm trying to focus more on my videos and yeah, stand yeah. up and all that stuff. And it's a lot easier to make money as a server. Uh-huh. And that's so there's time. But I mean, like I worked in, you know, cocktail bars. Like fancy one. When you come up to, hey, I want a Negroni. Or I want like. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. not like give me a rum and coke. Right. Right. Like right, a cocktail right, right. artiste yeah, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know yeah. a lot of the classics and stuff like that. And I even worked in like a bar that was, it was a country music Live country music barbecue place, but it also was a whiskey bar. We had over a hundred different types of bourbon and rye. We had one of the biggest American whiskey selections in the country. Really? Yeah. And so I like I don't love whiskey. I don't it's like not that. my drink of choice, but I know it. And I like I used to taste it all the time and like go to like classes. Oh. I used to actually I've been down to um Louisville uh for my Kentucky? restaurant. Yeah, to pick out barrels of oh, whiskey that's how for I us. Yeah, you know, it's the whiskey capital, the, you know, yeah. Oh, Kentucky bourbon. Yeah, Kentucky bourbon, Louisville. Like everything is from, like there's so many different types from there. Um, But I got to go pick out, like we'd pick out an entire barrel. We'd taste a couple Mm -hmm. and then they would bottle it up and send the whole thing to us. 
Wow. Yeah. Oh, you know your shit. Man, yeah. if, you, if you need some, like, new cocktails or... Dude. Like, hey, Con, I want to... That's my... Well, that's my next... I mean, like, I love making cocktails right now that are, like, super fancy cocktails out of, like, trashy concepts. So I did, like, a uh, a McGriddle breakfast sandwich. Turned it into a cocktail. I just recently did, a, like, a pink Starburst. Kind of tastes like that. And so that's how I, like, stay sharp with that uh, sort of stuff. I'm going to get a podcast started. About that. Where it's like I make a cocktail, but then have a guest. That'd be interesting. Kind of like based off of them, so you get to drink a little bit, hang out. That's a good idea. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to figure out what my cocktail of choice is. I have. I'm a. I was a rum and coke guy for years. Okay. Like Captain Morgan and Coke. Yeah, Captain. For ten years. I'm diabetic, so I diet. Oh, I I stop. Captain. Yeah, Captain and diet. That is as fancy of a person I can be with cocktails and stuff. Uh Dude, something about just getting like a captain and diet at eleven o'clock at night if you're on like Sixth Street, you know, it just feels right. It feels good to me. Like you know, it reminds me of my old days, of, like drinking in college and stuff like that. I, I stopped. I, I switched to Tito Soda. Tito Soda. But if I yeah. want to go, if I want to go fancy, I kind of got an I acquired a taste for Negronis. Oh, I love. Negronis. Shout out to Zach and Rob at the Creek because they make it very well. Yeah, that. Negroni. I had a white Negroni at a, a oh, restaurant. A, a rum one? No, no, no. It was just. I mean, it was. Oh, white. it's gin. It's still gin, but it's clear. Okay. Oh, okay. And there's like licorice in it or something. Yeah. No. There's uh. Yeah, there's all different. Like there's so many different types of Negronis. You can do Negronis I, I didn't know with that. rum. You can do them with mezcal. Oh, I've had that one. Yeah. I had a mezcal Negroni. Yeah. And uh, I like the Negroni is one of my one. favorite with a big ass square cube in it. Yeah. I yeah. That or Caparena. Caparena is Oh, yeah. I like but those, those you got, you can't fuck that up. No. You cannot fuck it, like... No. And with a little splash of soda, like... Okay. Uh, uh, when you need, fre- you need fresh limes. Like, yes. actually, Caparena, you actually need the limes, and you should have the limes squeezed and in it for it to taste like a Caparena. You can't just use, like, lime juice that's been, like, yeah, you know... Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. some cocktails, you need the lime juice, like, to go through, get all the pulp out, stuff like that. Uh-huh. The Caparena, you need it squeezed in there. It's just, oh... Cachaza, yeah, cachaza. That's a uh, South American liqueur that's using that. That's very similar to like rums, but it's just. I love it. Yeah. I, I would go to a W Hotel just for yeah. Caparina. Yeah. I don't there are some better. great, there are some great cocktail bars in Austin. Yeah. There's some real great ones. There's, um, I mean, yeah, Roosevelt Room, Roosevelt Peche Room. is one. Some of the speakeasies that mm-hmm. we have here. Yeah. But I'm trying – so those are my two. But I'm trying yeah. to – like, I'm not a whiskey guy because it makes me gag and it makes mm-hmm. my chest warm. But uh, I'm trying to figure out, like, besides – I need a third one. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to sound like an alcoholic. Or anything, no, no, you need you need I, different di- – you know, different – Yeah, so, like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out a good whiskey one that I could – Like, that's like smooth a, like a, a whiskey sour. Uh, that, do that's a, classic, yeah. You know, a whiskey mule. Huh. So, like, here's the thing about whiskey with when you, like, because a lot of people like their Moscow mules, Moscow because of uh, uh, vodka. Right. Um, but, uh, like, a whiskey one, uh, don't use lime juice. Use lemon juice because lemon goes better with whiskey. Okay. So, it's like if you just did, like, some lemon juice, some uh, whiskey, some ginger beer, or, like, just ginger syrup and soda, uh-huh. that would be that'd be sick. And it probably wouldn't give you all of those, like, because I have those problems, too, with whiskey Makes sometimes. Little bit is like it like burns a little too much. Yes, that's why. I, like I have so many friends that like to drink it like straight, just straight up, oh. like real good whiskey, straight up, and I can do that. But like they will do it all night, and they like the like warmth. 
I think mine's acid reflux. <laughs> I, I can't, man. I, yeah. I tried and straight up whiskey shot. Ish. Yeah, but it's and like, then, I, I, but I feel stupid getting the fireball shot. Oh yeah, I can't. Or or that. chilled the. Uh, uh, Deep Eddie vodka. Yeah, which I, I'll do lemon. that. I'll do that. I'll, yeah, Deep Eddie lemon. Like I'll do. I can't take. I can't take like as much as I like can drink and working restaurants and stuff like that. Straight shots are not. I no bueno for me. I can do Jaeger. Uh, I can do Fernet. This college shit. Yeah, hey, that, that's a family. That's a family. You can beverage. do Fernet. Yeah, I love Fernet. Yo, do you ever have? Uh, do you ever have Malort? No. Oh, next time I see you, if we're at a bar that has it, which there's not many, but it's a Chicago thing, and it's I mean, this. Is it? Uh, is it comp- uh, comparable to Fernet because Fernet is net. Only no bartenders who drink Fernet. Different. It's different but similar. Like it's not like dark and like earthy. It's like clear and more like lemongrassy. Uh-huh. I guess you could say. But it's got one of those flavors that like I have grown to appreciate. But it's real harsh. Like like a lot of people really. Only alcoholics drink that. <laughs> uh, welcome to Chicago. Right, yeah. Well, there you go. Shit. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's a wild, yeah, there's so many different like liqueurs and stuff. The Creek in the Cave has an amazing liquor selection. Like they could do some real crazy stuff. And, uh, like you said, Zach and, um, Rob, uh, Rob like, like they know what they're doing. Oh they're yeah, good. they do. Like, it's like, it's one of the most like underrated like spots to get like a good cocktail in the city. Like they do like, it's like, yeah, it's in a plastic cup, like whatever. It's not Instagrammable. I love that. I want to start a bar that doesn't have any. Well, I'll drink. <laughs> or like it doesn't have any, like it's just like in a cup and there's no like flowers or like it just doesn't like look yeah, yeah, yeah. nice, but it's awesome. All right. I, I want to see that happen, man. Yeah. All right. We're going to wrap it up because uh, you got to go. You got dope shit to plug. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah. You remember what the dope shit is? Something that's not about you that you want to like bring up. Oh. Something that you enjoy that you think people should know about. It could be a show. It could be a YouTube channel. It could be a book. It could be something you're into right now that people should know about. Um, be a restaurant. Yeah, no, we were. I was thinking about this so hard, and I forgot. Give me a second. I'll think of. Well, I can do. I can. I can do mine. Yeah, do yours. Uh, my dope shit. Um, I recently saw. I mean, it's 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 a, a two comedians that I really enjoy. Uh, actually, I'll say three that I really been enjoying lately. Local. Uh, Dave Poston fucking killing it yeah i saw i mean he toured with andrew schultz uh infamous store uh and i saw him uh at a vulcan with um before any letterman oh nice that was the other day right yeah, yeah, yeah. i went yeah. on friday night this dope show and uh asana mod also killing it uh and he's like i mean like they're yeah hilarious fucking dope like this this is the kind of shit that i really enjoy because I mean, I, like I said, I'm a I'm a fan first, so I I still go to show. I was at Ty's house last night. Oh and, yeah, and dude, lived, I still haven't gotten to that. He lives a mile away from me. No, he's, like, he's, he's right around he's here. My neighbor, almost. Oh, yeah. so I went down there and the lineup. I mean, there was uh, Cheatham, uh, Leonardo was there, oh. uh, Francisco, uh, Ray, trying to think, uh, Chris Castle. Kiko, yeah. And so they played beer pong, and then whoever. <laughs> oh, I team, did see that. Yeah, and then whoever lost. Uh, the team that lost would do improv instead of doing material. And, oh, and, and they all and they killed. All hate Miles it. fucking started singing. It was crazy. So uh, Miles Johnson, yeah. So it, it was a great show. I, I really had a blast. So shout out to Ty for that. So my dope shit. I mean, I know I, I, all the people that I just mentioned. 
like go see them. Some of them I've, I've had on the show. Some will be coming soon, I hope. Uh, but yeah, and big shout out to Rebecca down at the Creek. So if you haven't been out, uh, check out some shows at the Creek. Uh, go check it out. Uh, follow Creek and Cave on Instagram. Uh, and yeah, go see Derek. Go see Hassan. Go see Leonardo. Go see Miles. Uh, support local comedy. That's my dope shit. I mean, I talk to comedians all the time, but I, I want to make sure that, you know, you guys uh, made it this far in the podcast to begin with. <laughs> and then also, after whatever the fuck we just talked about. Uh, but more importantly, you know, go check out some comedy because it, it's it's back up and it's killing. So you have your dope shit? I do. Give me, I, like, I can't, like, I know exactly what I want it to be. Apparently you don't. Right. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, um, uh, there's this beer... Montucky, Montucky Cold Snacks. Montucky Cold Snacks. Yeah, so they have a um, they have a beer that's just like a like a, a Bud Light Miller Light style, you know, light, crisp, refreshing. Uh-huh. Um, and they just came out with, uh, you know, I do my um, seltzer reviews. They just came out with a seltzer uh, that's everybody has a seltzer. Yeah, yeah, everyone has a but, but but what Montucky Cold Snack does, and it's it's a good, it's a solid grapefruit seltzer if you like those if you like like the white claw one you're gonna like it uh-huh. um they donate eight percent they give eight percent back to whatever they started off i think in colorado or montana or so, somewhere around there mm-hmm. and they would give back to local charities now that they've expanded mm-hmm. whatever area they go into they get a charity from that so like that you can't necessarily get their beer all across the country yet right it's just still like in the but it popped up here Okay. Um, but the one in Chicago or the one in Illinois. Oh, like their featured nonprofit right now is a uh, punk rock save lives. That's a pretty cool one. There's one from here. We go. Here we go. Sorry. I love this one support staff. So it is a, um, nonprofit that helps out, uh, people that work in the restaurant industry with like mental okay. health issues and things like that. Nice. There's a really high level of like, you know, there's a lot of alcoholism and drinking and like, awful hours, you know, working over holidays and stuff like that, that sometimes come with this industry. And so it just kind of helps that out. Dope. Yeah. That's some dope shit. And so, yeah. So if you drink Montucky cold snacks, 8% goes back and it goes back to, so it's like them. And then also the specifically, you can find it at HEB or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's like I said, their normal beer is just like a dope light beer. If you're trying to get like, you know, drink all day. Okay. Um, But their seltzer that they just came out with is top tier. Oh, Coming right. from the Seltzer Sommelier himself. Yeah, sommelier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, where can people find you? All that good stuff. Um, Instagram? Connor J. Hall on Instagram. I got my videos. It's Connor with one N. People are so too, but I think you'll pull that up. Um, I'm uh, performing uh, next Saturday on a Ridge uh, Hirschberger show. Uh, that will be the, uh, the Holy Cow By the time Cal this show. comes out, it'll be already passed. Okay. All right. Cool. Whatever. Uh, how about we'll be, will we get the hot dog one in 820? Yeah, it'll be out by then. It'll be out by then. Yo, come see me, pounce up, follow me, and we'll find out this place where I'm going to be pounding those hot dogs on August 20th. Shit. You're coming. I, I want to see that. <laughs> All right. Thanks for having me. All man. right, man. Uh, make sure you follow the feedback on Instagram and check out the YouTube channel and subscribe. Uh, leave a review. It helps. I ain't got no sponsors. I ain't got no Patreon. So I'm doing this because I love this and I love talking to people with interesting stories. Con, thank you so much. All the best. Good luck. <laughs> We're gonna well, hey, start training. Get yeah. that get that jaw going. Yeah. Uh, don't suck dick. Two weeks. Keep that jaw Two going. Two weeks. You got this. All right. Thank you so much. Ciao, ciao. Thank you.